Noah of the teaching ministry of Nelson Ihiago. Be stirred as you listen. The Lord put something on my heart um, three weeks ago, which is something I'm going to share. This is something I'm going to share before, you know, I get into the heat of the meeting, of the, of the teaching. 2 Corinthians 5.15 2 Corinthians 5.15 Can you hear me? Beautiful. 2 Corinthians 5.15 hmm. By the next meeting we'll add more cheers. If you are not happy, I'm happy for me. Glory. At the next meeting, we'll add more chairs because I'm sure by the end of the meeting, I don't even know with more people coming. I don't know if um, the spaces will be. 2 Corinthians 5.15, are you there? If you're there, say uh uh-huh, uh-huh. So I'm going to read. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them, and rose again. Second Corinthians five fifteen. One, two, go. Uh-huh. Some people are still reading. Okay, I was wondering what version. I using amplified max because that's going to be that long. So, um, you know, I saw a I saw a WhatsApp status earlier this week. Someone said, don't just be taught, (laughs) very funny. He said, don't just be taught new creation realities without new creation responsibilities. Can you hear me? He said, don't just be taught new creation realities with new creation responsibilities. It sounds correct, but it's not true. Hallelujah. It sounds correct. It sounds correct. It sounds correct, but it's not true. And I'll tell you why. And he made an instance. He said, if you teach people new creation realities without teaching them responsibilities, they'll be like children that are put at the war front with just guns. And then they cannot defend themselves. You know, basically it's of the school of thought that new creation realities are basics. Say basics. Say basics. If the way you are responding, I'll drop the max. My class will finish you. Ah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please respond to me. So, um, the guy and all, those of you who you've been to supernatural class, the way you respond will teach the new person how to respond. Amen. So don't dull me. When you are an OG and I say something, you're like, hmm. The person you're like, oh, that's how they respond to. So even if you move him, you say, hmm. I beg. Help my market. So he said that, and it sounds pious and it sounds correct, but that is not true. And I will tell you why. Because new creation realities, um, or let me explain this first. Truth is not, if something is 80% true, it's still not the truth. If something is 75, 95% truth, it's still not the truth. 
Something is only true when it is true completely. So in him saying that, he's saying, you know, when you are teaching this, you must teach this. And I know in many contexts, the words like balance agree. But let me tell you something. Um, if, if many times when you have to balance something someone said, alright? When you have to balance something someone said, is because the person placed an undue emphasis on what is, on, what, on a part of the entire body called the truth. Let me explain. Um, if something is black and white, and somebody places undue emphasis that makes you think that the thing is 70% black and 30% white, whereas it is 50% white and 50% black, the person has painted a wrong picture to you, though it is black and white. Do you get this? Sorry, I study a lot of apologetics, so I, I tend to go logically on a lot of things. The Lord's engager is my friend. I just, I just want to put it out there. All right. So, um, new creation realities, or what, even though I, there's a teaching I do called living by revelation. It's focused on things like that. But new creation responsibilities are not... And when people say, you know, teach them responsibilities, what they mean by that is, even if you have told them they are saved by grace through faith, you must tell them they should not sin. <laughs> and a lot of people say that because they are more aware of how dangerous sin is than they are of how powerful the blood of Jesus is. That's why. People are more afraid of sin than they are aware of what Jesus has done. So, they quote Romans chapter 6, Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Can I tell you something? Um, and they quote that. They don't quote down. Because Paul's logic was not God forbid as per um, if you continue in sin, grace will stop abounding. How can he say that? When in Romans chapter 5 he said where sin abounds, grace abounds even much more. So even when you read um, 1 John 3, 8, I believe, when he said the Son of Man was made manifest that he may damage the works of the enemy, the works there, the context of that verse is actually sin. Uh, do you get this? The context of that is sin. Because the only authority that the devil had over the, the man who is now in Christ is sin. But the blood of Jesus has covered it. So let me explain something to you. When a lot of people see, see things like that and they say, Teach people um, responsibilities. Well, I understand what you are saying. But what is said is as important as how it is said. Praise the Lord. What is said is as important as how it is said. So, um, this is the truth. Oh, glory to God. Have you ever... Have you ever been in a wrong... You've been in, or let me put it this way, you offended somebody so badly. You know the person knows what you did. When you now see the person on the road, the person looks at you and says, I love you, God bless you. You'll be more afraid than when the person shouted at you. You know, a lady was telling me how she did some stuff. Why, why God should just punish me? They think God is an African father. God should just punish me so I will know that 
He is punishing me for this. I said that is not how God works. It is the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. When men see, the Bible says in Psalms, it says that men will see your forgiveness and fear you. When men see how good God is, and this is what new creation realities are. You know, Paul used the same revelations in Christ to address different things. So he says, forgive. Even as you have been what? Forgiving. You know, before the death of Jesus Christ, we see Jesus say things like, um, forgive our trespasses, even as we forgive those who trespass against us. But after the cross, we don't see, we, you are not God's role model. Are you with me? You are not God's role model. It is what you have seen him do in salvation, you replicate in your everyday. So, you don't forgive to be forgiven. Whether you forgive or not, you have been forgiven. The Bible says we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Your sins are forgiven by the sacrifice that was given on the cross. You know, when the Bible talks of blood, it talks of life. It says the life of the flesh is what? In the blood. The waiting of sin is what? Death. But! Oh, that's, see, that but is the most powerful part in that entire verse. I feel I'll stand on the edge a lot. That, that but is the most powerful part in the entire verse. And a lot of people don't read that but. It says, for the wages of sin is dead. I wanted to put this on Twitter one day, but I said I will look for trouble. But I will still put it one day. So you see a lot of people say things like, you are wearing trousers. Hell. You are wearing makeup. Hell. You are wearing with on. Hell. You are attaching yourself to the pit of hell. You know. A lot of people say things like that. However, contrary to popular opinion, you may not be fornicating. Hell. You may not be wearing attachment. Hell. You may be in church. Hell. Why? Because, you know, a man of God said, that you are in the compound, God can make you a car. If you know, you know. He said, he said that. Why? Because what saves a man is not his good works. Is that he believes in what Jesus has done. Can I tell you something? There are monks that are more moral than you are. There are monks that are more moral than you are. Does it mean that if they die now, they are going to heaven? Hell no. Literally hell. No. Because once you, because when you stand before God, you are either going to stand before Him on the basis of your righteousness on the righteousness that was given on the cross. And it does not matter how good you are. Your righteousness will never match up to the righteous, all just, powerful, omnipotent being of the universe. So you either stand before him on your righteousness or you stand before him on the one that is in the gospel. Which is the righteousness that is imputed to man. By the, by the blood of Jesus anyways. By what he did on the cross. Praise the Lord. So, you could be doing everything right, but if you get the believing of the gospel wrong, it's hello. And that is the very strange thing. You know, um, someone said the church that is supposed to be a mission field, that is supposed to be a, to send out missionaries, has become a mission field. Because many people have only come, I was reading Romans this week, personal Bible study, and I was like, my goodness, we are very far from what the apostles thought. Do you know how many times I've gone on evangelism? 
and in teaching people, they would, what they ask me, I say this with all due respect, what they ask me in evangelism is, but why is this not what pastors are preaching? And it's sad. It's sad. You know, um, I'm trying to tread very carefully. Uh, hallelujah. So, you know, um, Pastor, my Pastor, Pastor Aaron Emmanuel, he shared a story of a lady, of a guy, one of his friends. He went to a church to preach. Do you know how many times I've gone on evangelism and when I talk to somebody, they say, oh, I'm a Christian. I say, great, what is the gospel? They say, you know, the gospel is any message of what Jesus can do. I say, eh. Say yes. I say, okay. If if money is the gospel, like Jesus does all these things, if that is the gospel, and I preach that to you, and you say, oh, I believe in that, are you born again? They say, no. I say, so what is the gospel? He say, well, the gospel is, you know, God healing. I say, eh. I give him the logic again. He said, no. And I said, so what is the gospel? He said, I don't know. This guy is a worker in church. It's sad. It's very sad. Because there are many people, you know, I don't want to look for trouble. I'm trying to tread very, tell your neighbor carefully. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't even know how I got there. I promise I was going somewhere else. Some Corinthians 5.15. He said that he died for all. Oh yes, I remember where I was going now. So you see, the if you see the new creation realities properly, hmm? are you with me? If you see who you are in Christ, those are those new creation realities, you will act in accordance. Because the greatest paradox is an unforgiving Christian. Do you know how much you have been forgiven? If you know how much you have been forgiven, then you will forgive men even, even much more. So as someone put up a tweet and he said, he said, what is, the, what is the greatest thing you cannot forgive as a Christian? And I replied, I said, this has to be a trick question. Because there should be nothing that the believer cannot forgive. Oh yeah, there, should, there, should, there shouldn't be anything the believer cannot forgive. Of course, in legal issues, we can take you to the police, but we still forgive you. Amen. Because we live in an age where everybody decreases. <laughs> so look at what Paul said here. So it's not new creation realities, new creation responsibilities. If you see the realities properly, you're, you're, you will naturally respond to those, you will naturally follow in those responsibilities. Are you with me? So anybody who says, if you teach people grace, they will, they will sin. And when they say, have you not seen in this world we live in, there's a lot of sin. You think it started today? The apostles' time, in fact, we are, we are seemingly more moral than the time of the apostles. They had a God in Ephesus, Diana, that they worshipped with ritual prostitution. You have sex in public. And the payment was going to the worship of, of what Paul called dumb idols. Do we do that today? 
So Paul said, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but he who did what? Died and rose again. Can I tell you something? Christianity is a call to ministry. Your Christian life. Amen. Amen. Your Christian life is a call to ministry. Because he died for you, you don't live for yourself. You live for the one who died for you. You live for the one who died for you. Child of God, can I tell you something? This life is not your own. You are just passing by. It's really not. The life you live belongs to him. Why? Because you have... Paul tells us, he says, you have been what? Bought with a price. The death of Jesus was not just something that um, saved you. It was something that purchased you. That's why we are called the prized possession of God. In salvation, we are sons. In ministry, that is in Christianity, in ministry, in any line of service, we are what? Servants. So you see a lot of people trying to form deep. You say, you don't call me a servant of God. I'm a son of God. Shake one leg and say, son. Okay, okay. Better behave yourself and read your Bible. In, as a matter of fact, in particular context, Paul did not call you servant. He called you slave. Born servant. It's a call to service. The Christian life is a call to service. The Christian life is a call to service. The Christian life is a call to service. Matthew 16.23 Look at what Jesus said. You know, it started with Peter. Jesus was basically saying he was going to die. And Peter turned and said, don't say that. You shall not die, but you shall live. To declare the works of the Lord in the land of the living. With gray hair will it satisfy you. He said you will live to a ripe old age. Of wonders and your children will surround your table. Jesus don't talk like that. Are you not the one that knows that you will have whatsoever you say. Negative confessions are bad. And do you know what Jesus replied him? Jesus turned to him. Peter was doing it genuinely out of concern. Don't let people that are concerned for your well-being talk you out of the plan of God. They care about you, but they don't care about you more than God does. Are you with me? Are you with me? Guys, open your mouth. Are you with me? They care about you, but not more than what how God does. He said, He said, but he turned to Peter and said, Get thee behind me. Satan. Now, a lot of us are emotional. If your pastor calls you Satan, you say, I'm leaving this church. How dare he? Who, who does he think he is? No problem. He said, Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but be of men. So, sincerely, sincerely, now, Underline that word and highlight it in your mind. Sincerely. Peter was sincerely doing the work of Satan. Say sincerely. sincerely. Come on, talk to me. Say sincerely. sincerely. He was sincerely doing the work of Satan. So you can be sincere and be doing Satan's work. 
Glory to God. You don't like to hear it, Abby, but it's true now. You can be sincere and be, you, you are partnering, you are one with Him. That is of darkness. You are partnering with Him. Not one, that's too deep. He said, For thou savorest not the things of God. Listen, when you come to a place in your life where you are not enjoying the things of God anymore, you just don't like it, it's a threat. Is of the devil. Are you with me? Is of the devil. People are praying. And then you are standing like you are supervising angels if they are doing their work. People are studying. See, why, why must it be only you? When they are saying, let's pray. You say, must we pray? Let's fast. Must we fast that long? Let's study. Must we read everything? What is, what is they are doing you? It's diagnosis. Thou saborest. Satan is already playing games with you. Thou saborest not the things that be of God. Thou savorest not the things that be of God. He said, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. And what? Guys, did you read that well? Let me say it again. If any man will what? Open your Bible. Open your Bible, please. If any man will what? Let him. Uh huh. And. And follow me. Look at what Jesus said. Basically, the Christian walk is a call to service of another. And the Christian walk is a call to denial. Self denial. You know, we live in an age where, trust me, 100% with theological backings and experiential backings, I will tell you that God provides. I will tell you that God is providential. I will tell you material testimony. Somebody say money. I will tell you with a theological basis that God does all those things. I will tell you. However, we need to realize that there is theology that actually tells us what to do in time of suffering. You, need, you know, a lot of people... When we, you tell people that don't know the gospel are going out for evangelism, what are they going to preach? It will be another Jesus. People that don't, they are going out to preach and you're like, you're sharing flyers, you're saying, come to my church. That is not evangelism, first of all. But you now want to present the gospel and you say, come to my church. Jesus prospers. That's why you should come. So, somebody preaches a message and in preaching that message he says, God still lifts the poor. God still prospers men. God still protects from this. God does that. Can I talk to you? <laughs> God does all those powerful things. And then, because you are exciting, they are lost. They are saying, preach. Talk to me, pastor. Somebody knows all the verses in the New Testament that talks about provision, protection, and his carnal needs. But he cannot theologically defend salvation. Have you not failed? This is not what you expected as a spiritual class. I mean, you thought I would talk of tongues. How you be rotating it? We'll still, we'll still come in there. Praise the Lord. And so when they say that, the pastor finished preaching that message and he says, now, if you want Jesus to turn your life around, you want Jesus to lift you up, 
You want Jesus to do all those things. Why don't you just come forward? Come forward, come forward. Keep coming, keep coming. Clap for them as they are coming. And people now come, now repeat after me, Lord Jesus. What are they responding to? What message, what Jesus are they responding to? It has to be another Jesus, not the one that was preached by the apostles. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So, because a lot of people know about the power of God in their favor, and that has been the undue emphasis, they don't know. And that's why you hear a lot of people say, I trusted God for a car. I trusted God. When I trusted God, all the source of my income failed. I'm not a Christian again. You are not serious. Or better still, it may not even be your fault. It might be people that might have taught you that when you come to Jesus, all your sufferings will stop. Eh? <laughs> Jesus is the one that said it. The, the God-man, he prophesied it to you. <laughs> he said, he said in this world, you will have what? Tribulation. You see, if it was somebody else that said it, you say that's a lesser revelation. It's Jesus. God. He said, in this world you will have tribulation. It will be weird if I tell us, rejoice at that word. <laughs> Any message that tells you that when you come to Jesus, all your needs will be met, scam. It's not true. Does Jesus meet needs? Yes. Is that the essence? Is that the message we preach to men? No. There's a way we do evangelism like God is born in heaven. So he just wants son. He said, I'm bored. I want people that will be playing 10 10 with me. So we, we ought to win people by any means. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Evangelism and the gospel is not whatever brings men to Christ. The gospel is a specific kind of message. If men don't respond to that message, they are not saved. If men don't believe that he died for their sins and he rose for their justification, they are not saved. I didn't even finish the story of Pastor Didai, of his friend. His friend went to a church to preach and he was preaching the gospel. And as he was preaching the gospel, he told this lady. This older lady was there. She was in her 70s or 80s. And she called him. She said, so are you telling me, are you telling me that um, if I didn't hear this thing you just preached now, I would have died and still gone to hell? And the guy didn't know how to respond to her, lest she feel bad. Guys, are you, the way you are looking at me is good. It means the message is entering. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, when church is silent, that's when the word is, has power. The woman, and he thought, he, the woman was like, are you, I've been in church for 50 years, thereabouts. I've never heard this thought. Praise God. Oh. Many of us know, our, some of our parents are born again. They just don't know. They have, their salvation is assured, but they are not sure. It's alright. You know many of those are our parents. Many of our parents will be shocked to find themselves in heaven. They'll just get there and say, I made it. <laughs> and they'll be very shocked. But God is like, I've known you will make it since now. He that began a good work in you. I've known since. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Guys, are you with me? Yes, sir. Those of you hiding behind your face mask, are you with me? Yes, 
Because uh -huh, your mouth is not moving. I can tell you to remove it now so I'll be seeing your responses. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, because that is what a lot of people know. The God who prospers. The God who meets needs. The God who does this. The God who does that. Because that is the God that they know. It is strange when you tell them, Jesus said, carry your cross. Carry your instrument of death and follow me. It's strange. He said, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever... Jesus... What is the time? 11.27. Abada, abada, abada. <laughs> Who's, anyways, where were we? For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he gain the whole world and what? Lose his own soul. He says, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? He says, for the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with angels. And then he shall reward every man according to his works. There is a reward that is coming. Whether we like it or not, we are going to stand before Jesus. Guys, are you with me? We are going to stand before Jesus. And you are born again, you are born of the Lord, your, your eternity is secure. But when you stand before God, when you stand before Jesus, you wish you could have gone back to do more. If you had not done enough, you stand before Jesus ashamed. You wish you would go back to do more, but you won't be able to. Because there is no going back. Amen. 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 Please touch on me. Look at the Macedonian church. 2 Corinthians 8.5 He said, And this they did, but not as we hoped. The Macedonian church gave even beyond themselves, even in their poverty. So, you find a lot of people Praise God. Hey, I knew the mic used to be here. Pastor vibes. It says, but this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. This is the only part in the Bible where you find it typified, called giving your life to Christ. At salvation, you receive the life of God. In ministry, you give your life to Him. Your lifetime, you give Him your lifetime, He takes care of you. Are you with me? Can I say that again? In salvation, you receive the life of God. In ministry, you give that you give your life to Him. Amen. Guys, amen. amen. Listen to me very carefully. And this is where I wanted to talk about. We are young people. We have time and age on our side. We have energy on our side. Let it not be that in 20 years, 30 years, you tell your children, you say, all these meetings used to go for, I used to go. Did you, did you ever hear of supernatural class? I was there. I never missed any meeting. I was in every meeting. As a matter of fact, I was, I was a volunteer. I, I served well. He said, but now you know responsibility. I don't have as much time. That's how moonwalking used to start. You backslide like that. 
Some of us still don't get it. Moonwalk, backslide. Praise the Lord. He said they gave themselves. I always think about it. What adventures will you tell your children you had for the Lord? What adventure will you tell your children you had for the Lord? Will your life just be that you grew old, you got married to one babe that has cuts, or one guy that his cheekbones are high, and you, you know, you have cars, you had a few children, you sent them to school, you grew old and you died. What in the grand scheme of things, when they look at your life from eternity, what will heaven say? And can I tell you something? It's, it, we may not, it may not necessarily be what I do. Not all of us will stand on the pulpit. When I say ministry, I mean a line of service. God might not have called you to do what I do. But he, of course, when it comes to evangelism, praying for the sick, discipling men, it is the responsibility of every saint. It is not the responsibility of the cream de la cream of the Christian pyramid. It is the responsibility of every man born of God. That is why supernatural class is not for just those in ministry. It's for everybody. Invite your neighbors. Praise God. You know, I was talking to Elvis this week. We were praying ahead of miracle service. How many of us know I have a miracle service coming up? Give Jesus a wiper. I didn't announce it last week. Next week, next month, the 17th, the 18th of April. Hey. We're having we're using this place so we're having a miracle service. Power with jam power. See, next volunteers NIM team. We have next month. Supernatural class next month is on the April 17th. Miracle service is on the 18th. That's a Sunday. And about 4 p.m. to 7. Thereabout. It will be fantacocastic. Bring any, anybody oppressed by Satan himself. The sick, anybody long-standing issues will fizzle away. It's next month. It's next month. We'll use here. Praise the Lord. Uh, anyways, Elvis and I, you know, we, are, we, have, we have already started praying ahead of miracle service. We've been praying for over a month now, right? Like two months now. We've been praying ahead of the meeting. And since we had been praying, you know, we finished the talk on Thursday, I believe. And we went into a conversation. And we were like, all those, you two, I'm sure you have stories. Those people who used to be on fire in school, where are they? And he said, mm, he, he knocked him. He said, mm. Now, I'm not talking of, it doesn't necessarily have to be pulpit, but do they, are they still burning for this God? The Lord kept on reminding me of something through the week that he had told me many years ago. The backsliding of many people. A lot of people think backsliding is losing salvation. Not necessarily. Backsliding is you just walk away from God's plan. Anyways, I'll come to that. Maybe. Um, and I, 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 I threw some names at Elvis. And we were just talking. And the Lord began to... He spoke to me again. He said, see, it does not start... Backsliding does not start... Um, um, what's the word? It does not start, you know, when people just say, I'm not doing it again. It starts from missing prayer time. Missing Bible study. You miss it for a while. It does not become a part of your schedule anymore. Guys, are you with me? 
you miss it so much it's not a part of your schedule anymore prayer is strange bible study is strange after a while when you see people that used to pray they begin to annoy you that's why you know the flesh has gained dominion over you it starts from the little things nobody that backslid just stood up and said I'm not doing again it starts little by little I was listening to um, something on YouTube I heard a man of God say something you know last time when we went to Abuja last year we're going again on Friday praise the Lord when I went to Abuja you know we had a meeting a man of God took me out and then we were talking and I was telling him how you know we are young people there are many things that the Lord has placed on your heart even there are many things the Lord has placed on the heart when you were on campus there were many people who said God's call is on my destiny I will do much for God as I stand like this when I just leave school in the next three years you will see that we are training men in the things of the spirit they need revival now and if you are here I'm not judging you and I'm not judging you but it's my passion that many people who used to burn for the Lord, the story will be, I used to burn, I was overtaken by the enemy, by the flesh, and now I'm back. Because the truth is, when God's eternal predeterminate counsel is upon a man, it does not change. You know, I made a mistake one day and I was praying, talking to the Lord, and God said, your mistakes cannot offset my plan. Do you know who God is? He's the one who spoke and, and light was. He's the one who said, let the waters divide. He's the one that in his ingenuity, the sun is the right distance from the earth to keep you warm. He's the one that he, he has spoken everything to be. It is his genius that better the salvation even from the foundation of the world. So if there's a call upon your life, you might have drifted away from it, but that call, your mistake did not change his plan. Praise the Lord. Elvis, so Elvis and I were talking and the Lord he kept on speaking. He said it 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 never starts from it never starts from um what's the word? It never starts from all those just stand up and walk away. No. It's meeting missing prayer times, missing Bible study, missing the gathering of the saints running away from people who will keep you accountable can i tell you something i made a vow to my friends i will not allow you backslide in peace i will not allow you backslide in peace you will backslide the worst the last we will do eh, is we will write your name on cardboard and do 10 hours on your name see you will see me in your dream you if you forgot god call you me i will call you back to ministry I was listening to the man of God. He said, when he was younger, he was young and he knew the Lord had called him to ministry and there were so many. And many of them, mm. Ah. 
kuku desh kuku damina ekelebo salamenika budaka tibadele kideteke alama alama ni moka badia ketemana sha abrekelebo suketata ilama ilama ni kebaliane kemo sokina maha ilemeku na mina maka abratele kabiane koda binake adena masha Ali mini 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 ka Ali mini 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 ka Ibratu kute kute kunema Ilade ilade kunama na yanama Sakete ni mini 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 ka Shaila shabadi botu beti bede Kile kude bude bide bude Aila pada bide bude bide Aile kimalabudu kitu kududu sukudu ilimini milimini minikata abrata kinegolu kedebo 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 libata bidabedede ilebediko tabasha manama yagadibo kata sabre sabre kemila menakaya Sagada badi beka bila badeja Eli bidi kutu bidi Ah Eli bidi kubudi bidi Don't be distracted I didn't talk to you Eli bidi kubidi bidi Eli bidi kubidi kume Ah Aile kumani kudabete Sininininini melebedi o shadaka Abratala mangele bedi bada Eh what shall separate us from the love of God? Shall death, the sword, peril, famine? Hey, if God be for me, what shall separate us from the love of God?
Come on, if you need to repent before the Lord now, now is the time. That prayerlessness, you say, Jesus, help me. I am the Lord God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me to do? You have lifted your knees far above my plan for too long. Why don't you let go and allow me handle? You have looked, you have looked at your future so much with worry. You have looked at your future so much with pain. You have even looked at your past with pain. Why don't you let go and let me? Why don't you let me carry you? Why don't you look to me with those plans? You have thought on paper for too long. Why don't you look from my standpoint? Why don't you see the things that I have for your life? And follow. Do you trust me with your life? Trust me with your plans. Trust me with your tomorrow. For before you were born, I had orchestrated all these things before you. Why don't you trust me? Why don't you trust me? I am the Lord God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard? Too hard. I am Adam. they had asked the Lord you know the Lord called a couple of them into ministry and I hope the, I hope the keyboard is not going to be louder than my mic on the recording 
So, a lot of them said, you know what, I know God has called me, but um, <laughs> let us make money first. We'll make money then answer the call of God. Can I tell you something? Do you know, do you know how that sounds? Let me give you a biblical instance of how that sounds. Bow to me and I will give you all the nations of the earth. That is what Satan told Jesus. Are you with me? Inakusha afana fefelefenige trebu data tato toteleneki tukumanakaye. Hey, set your affection on things above. Set your affection. Ulano soveni kumala tapere tekunu kunu kunu kumini kimile mahate. Taneku salimu kumanda ai. Hallelujah. So they said, you know, we'll make money first and then we'll come back and answer the call of God. <laughs> so he said, no problem. You know, many of them, they did it. A few years later, he saw some of them. And you know what their response was? One of them met him and they said, you were the wisest of us all. Now, am I, I'm not saying don't make money, please. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, don't forego God's call on your life or the things that God has said you should do because of other seemingly glowing opportunities. For example, I'll use ministry. The Lord has spoken to you about ministry. You just already know that you cannot take a job that will take seven days a week. It does not matter how much you are paying. Are you with me? These are just the common sense things to it. So he said, they saw him and they said, the more we stayed in that structure and system that allowed us relaxation, allowed us monthly money, allowed us, the more we stayed there, the more we realized that it was harder to get out. You know, my pastor said, the Lord told him, three months after he got married, see, that's the wrongest time for you to go into full-time ministry. You just brought a damsel into your home. Three months, the Lord now says, arise. Get down and raise me up, people. Eh? Three months. No, now. It will still happen to me, Charlotte. <laughs> Anyways. Three months after, marri- after getting married, the Lord told him, Go. And he was like, I remember watching Pastor Laju's um, live. And she said, when Pastor told her, her heart went to her truth. <laughs> and you won't blame her because petrol is 212. <laughs> this country needs the hand of God. <sighs> I don't know. Sometimes I used to think it's like grace prayers cannot work for this country. We need to invoke judgment because <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, the Lord told her that. Even Pastor Laju, the Lord, there was a time when she, she said the Lord told her to quit her job and all those things. Now, of course, if the Lord gives you those kind of instructions, it is only wise for you. You know, you can look for other streams of income you can do to at least bring in money. But the Lord told them, now, I now thought about it. Imagine Pastor 
dilly dally before obeying God. Imagine Pastor Laju slacked before obeying God. The many things I see them handle right now, you cannot put it side by side with any other thing you are doing, like a job. You can't. I've seen a lot of people say, what are pastors doing? I don't run a church. I run an itinerary ministry. Come and take my work. Uh, come and take my work. You will have headache. This, on Tuesday and Wednesday, I was out of it. If I sent you a message, I was, Elvis, you texted me that day, you were like, um, I sent you a voice note. You say you sound tired. I was exhausted emotionally. It's not because somebody broke my heart. You can't break this heart. Uh, you will see. You lose the beauty. <laughs> you are playing with grace. <laughs> Amen. So he saw that. And they came back and told him, now, I just think about it. A lot of people, sorry, I'm doing a heart to heart. A lot of people say things like, you know, they will answer God eventually. The Lord told you to do stuff at 24. And then you now wasted time a little bit. You now answer God when you are 60. <laughs> First of all, you don't have the energy. You don't have the time. As a matter of fact, the man of God that shared the first story, he said, Many of the hardships that came with answering that call, he, he bore them in his youth. You know, I heard Bishop Oedekbo say, it is good for a man to bear his yoke in his youth. See, as I live life, I find that Bishop is a wise man. He said, it is good for a man to bear his yoke in his youth. The man is not joking. So, basically, imagine Pastor just started answering God now. Now, with two children. Ah. Praise the Lord. When the Lord says go, can you go? I've, got, I've left, and many things plague people. Most of, first of it is money. And I understand how it can be. But can you trust God? You know, I was talking to a man of God. He was, he's in full-time ministry. He's 24. Or 25. He does amazing stuff. He said he used to work. He worked. See, please, I'm not, I'm not encouraging you to quit your job. I'm telling you to follow God. That even if you work and it's not pulpit that the Lord has told you to do, if the Lord has told you to partner with a ministry, serve with a ministry, be a part of a ministry, don't slack. Don't let I'm chasing money deter you from what God said. Because this money with they chase, you know they finish. You will never get to a point where you will say, I don't need money again. Because the songwriter said, Dangote, Dangote, still they find money. The psalmist. <laughs> but he said it now. Damini Ogulu, that's his name, the psalmist. If you don't know his stage name, bad for you. But that's his real name. It's his real name I will use. You will never get to a point. Have you been so excited you wanted to get a phone? You saved for four years after you got the phone. I was registering my business name and as I read, they sent me, I waited. They did not... Nigerian government institutions, they don't know how to do email. <laughs> Anyways. In faith, I sent them email. I said, Alpha, you queried before I've answered everything. Give me my certificate. They didn't reply at all, my two mails. 
they, yesterday they now said they now sent a mail it has been approved download your certificate as I saw it I thought I would be excited I like oh cool because inwardly we know that there is nothing material that can fill that void in our heart you think ah when I get when I get cars my life will be alright that's what you think Solomon, the richest man that ever lived based on taxes and a few other things he said that um, <laughs> oh God he said vanity upon vanity all Solomon was even complaining he said what is the point of gathering all these riches if you don't even know if the person that will inherit it if he shall be a fool That's <laughs> those were his words so you may not take it from me. Because I don't get money and they tell you about Solomon, you say good talk. <laughs> take it from Solomon. Solomon spoke all those things. So the man of God, he, he's in full-time ministry. He's doing amazing stuff. I realize when you take that big step with God, I will, okay, let me, I'll say that after I say his story. He said he used to walk and he read Bishop Oedeko's book making full proof of your ministry or it's a red book Some, it's a, no it's not making full proof, it's a red book can't remember the name and as he read it, the last chapter bishop said give it all it takes as he closed that book he went to resign please don't resign though. that's not what I'm telling you take the moral of the story he went to resign and he said something after that struck me Ha! I said my god he said if I I, I followed all and I knew that if I failed, I failed following God. That it was not my fault. That I gave it all it takes and God failed. There's a leading of my, of my life now, um, those, a few people around me know it, that the Lord had given me. Other people will say, ah, I'm mad. But for me, it concerned me sometimes. But I got to a point, I used to say I'm afraid as a sign of humility. The Lord said, don't say that anymore. And I thought, I, um, um, I just got to a point in my mind where I said, if I fail at this, I followed God and God disappointed me. And I would tell everybody. Because I know they lie. I'm not a Christian because I grew up in a Christian home. I've searched into Christianity. How many of us were on my IG live with Daniel Babs yesterday? Okay. I'm, I, I've searched, I've doubted Christianity, searched on it apologetically and I see it to be true. I don't fool myself. If it's not working, I tell myself, it's not working. So I said, Lord, if I do it, you disappointed me. And it did not work. I followed you and I failed following you. And can I tell you something? Let us dead this idea that the leading of God is always glamorous. Can I tell you something? Let me just paint a normal picture where... You know, you have an 800k job, you have a 500k job, and you go to prayer and you say, Father, I need your guidance. But you are telling him, Lord, I'm here to guide you. I am here to tell you that this is my job. But what are you saying? And he says, take the 500k one. And then you're like, okay, if the Lord is leading me, he's ever great. And you go there and they tell you, oh, sorry, it's not your letter, it's 350k. And you're like, did God really say? He said. Now, many times, when we follow the leading of God, we are thinking of us before Him. 
And of course, God will, God compensates those who follow him. Are you guys with me? I'm trying to bring a lot of balance to what I'm saying. God compensates those who follow him. But hey, learn to think beyond ephemeral things. Learn to look beyond things that can pass away and look at him that has called you to glory and honor. Are you with me, guys? Because at the end of the day, there's one we will stand before. We will stand before him. And when we stand before him to give account, only what he has said will matter. Only what he has asked will matter. The leading he had been giving you that you did not respond to because of a juicy opportunity, that juicy opportunity when you see Jesus will not matter. Guys, are you with me? Isaiah was a man who people knew to be a prophet. But when he saw the train of the Lord as he filled the temple, Isaiah said, he said, I'm a man of unclean lips. If you see Jesus, you will judge yourself right. Paul made a claim from David that his judgments are just. Guys, am I talking to you? His judgments are just. I've decided to follow God. It doesn't matter what it takes. I used to say this and people think I'm, I'm joking. No, if God says something, yala yala anybody. Anybody. Because if God says it, He's the one I owe my allegiance to. And I'm telling you these things because, listen, um, you are not struggling to want to do what God wants or perceive the way. Don't you understand? Your heart has been changed. He said, I will take out the stony heart out of your heart and put in a heart of flesh. Your heart has been made tender towards God. You are not trying to love God. You love Him. He's who you are. You are not trying to perceive or know God's will. You know His will. Uh, guys, am I making sense? In salvation, your insights have been made tender towards Him. Before you were servants unto unrighteousness. Unto, unto unrighteousness that bore sin. But now you are a slave to righteousness. You know what God wants. And you have been empowered to live for Him. His desires have become yours. When the believer is living in lusts. Lust. I know people are thinking of immorality. No. Lust. I mean money, everything. When the believer is living in lust, he's living beside himself. Have you gotten to a point where if the Lord says your business, whatever it is, I've gotten to a point where if the Lord tells me to leave anything, I may be afraid, but I will do it. I may be afraid, but I will do it. So I can ask God how later, but I will answer him. The Christian life is a life to service. The Christian life is not how God can meet all your needs. Is how you can be used for him. Remember, he created all things for his pleasure. Guys, are you with me? All things. All the other names fade away. Till there's only you. Let all the other names fade away. Oh, 
is what I want. Come on, sing it now. Your will is my will. Sing and listen to what you are singing. Jesus, oh, you bought me with a price. What you want is what I want. Lord, your will is my will. You are Jesus. Oh, you bought me with a price. Sing it now. What you want is what I want. Lord, your will is my will. You are Jesus. Oh, you bought me with a price. What you want is what I want. What your will is my will. You are Jesus. Oh, you bought me with a price. What you want is what I want. Listen to what you are saying. It's my will. You are Jesus. You are. You are. You bought me with a price. Hey, what you want. Lord, your will. Lord, your will. Hey, you are Jesus. Stop, stop. What you want is what I want. Lord, your will is my will. You are Jesus. You bought me with a price. What you want is what I want. Lord, your will is my will. You are Jesus. Oh, you brought me with a price. You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me. Oh, you are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me. Oh, Jesus is more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for you. Jesus is more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for you. Jesus is more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me. Jesus is more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me. You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh! You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh! You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh! You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh! You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh. You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh. You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh. You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh. You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh. You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh. You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh. You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. 
more than enough for me, oh. Jesus, you are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh. You are more than enough for me. More than enough for me. More than enough for me, oh. What you want is what I want. Lord, your will is my will. You are Jesus. Oh, you bought me with a price. What you want is what I want. Lord, your will is my will. You are Jesus. Oh, you bought me with a price. What you want is what I want. Lord, your will is my will. You are Jesus. Oh, you bought me with a price. What you want? Last time, last time, I listen to what you are thinking. Hey, you are, you are, you are, you are. Hey, last time now, come on. Is what I want. Lord, your will is my will. You are Jesus. Oh, you brought me with a price. Alabakaya. Hallelujah. 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 What you want is what I want. Lord, your will is my will. You are Jesus. Oh, you bought me with a price. Satanambakaya. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please sit. Blessed Shema Donai. See, it's, I think it's very important that the Lord wanted me to give this very important um, If you are here, just lift your hands. On this side, lift your hands. Spirit of God, breathe. Spirit of God, breathe. I just sense the hand of God will come on two people strong. Touch. Touch, 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 touch. There are angels here. They will touch. Touch. Alamakonde riba asush. 
It's here from the second row to the second to the last. Touch, 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 touch. Sukabahande is one more person. That thing is broken. That thing is broken. It's one more person. Asia suna saleku kina udava. That fire in your belly, I turn it up now. Now! Atu kirianda hasa. Ziri maande liko tuash. He's on her, boy, to jump on one more person. Take it where you are. 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 Akaila basundaha. Yes. It's freshness. Kayanos. It's freshness. Take it where you are. Now. In the name of Jesus. Matandaria kapolikaha. The hand of God. Zeri makaila watu saliakaba. Take it where you are now. Nariabo shandaka. Yeah. What is your name? Okay. Oh, you're okay. I've met you somewhere before here, have we? Have we met? Come, you look familiar. Come. Just stand here. Lift your hands. This is what the Lord says. Bariana Kambadosh. Ah, uh, yeah. The Lord says, he's, Look at me again. <laughs> you don't look like the things you've been through. You don't. And many people who meet you may not know the things you've been through, but God knows. He's bringing you into a season of rest. The Lord says, He's bringing you into a season where things will begin to walk one after the other. From now to the next 10 years, mark it. Mark it. Market. He's bringing you to a season of rest. You don't look like what you've been through. Oh, but the compensation of the Lord. The compensation of the Lord. Do you have two siblings? Yeah, I saw it. The compensation of the Lord. And what the Lord will do will flow from you to your siblings. Yeah, a boy and a girl. It will flow from you to your siblings. Oh, the compensation of the Lord. Jesus. Can I lay hands on you? Lift your hands. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Something we have to look forward to. And that sister in pink. That is, yeah. What's your name? What's your name? Huh? I can't hear you. Goodness. Uh, why am I hearing a name, Oromi Dayo? Is that someone's name? Or does someone know some Oromi Dayo? 
I know. But I'm hearing the name again. It's a friend of yours. The Spirit of God will bring it again. Goodness. Right? Are you are you shy? Are you okay? Because the way you're staring at me, like I should leave you alone. Should I leave you alone? Should I just continue with your message? The Lord highlighted you, so if you say move on, we can move on. Eh? Please somebody converse with her so I will know what to do. Hmm? Stand. Come, move to your right. Move to your left. So take three steps forward. One. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. There's an angel where you are. I make demands on the deposits of God in your spirit. Call them out. I call them out. You will speak the counsel of God. You will speak the counsel of God. I call it out. Demands. Demands. I call it forth. There's an angel where you are. He just touched you. He'll touch you. She'll prophesy, prophesy, touch. Make demands on the deposits of God. Zoo, Father. Doors are open. That's what she's saying. Doors are open. Oh, it's a season of opportunities. The season of opportunities. Hey, things that have first stood as barriers are taken away. It's a season of opportunities. Opportunities, says the Lord. Opportunities. Ooh, opportunities. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's a season of opportunities. Ooh. Shaitan, lay hands on her stomach. Just touch her stomach. Break for all fountains of the deep and weep, God. You are mighty on your throne. Break for all fountains of the deep and weep, God. You are mighty on your Yeah. Break for all fountains of the deep and we can You are mighty on your Break for all fountains of the deep and we can you are mighty on your ah opportunities. 
Hey, opportunity. Hey, opportunity. Salamandeke. And we kadosh opportunities. The season of opportunities. Pray for all fountains of the deep. It's all right. You can just sleep on. And we kadosh. You are mighty on your. Break forth the fountains of the deep, and we cuddle you are mighty on your cause. Dara, you come. I'll tell you something. Compensation of the Lord. Compensation. What the enemy has taken. Compensation. Opportunities that have been lost. Compensation. Things that have been lost. Compensation. Money that has been lost. Compensation. Jude 1 3. I don't know why the Lord wanted me to dwell much on this. It says, Beloved, when I gave you all diligence to write you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend, epagonizomai. Earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. Child of God, there is a message that has been given to us. The gospel is the greatest product in this universe. There is a gospel, there is a message that has been given to us. This is the only message by which men get saved. This is the only product that gives endless life. Hey, Ibadaha. This is the only product. No other name in all the earth. No other name in all the earth. No other name in all the earth. Jesus, the Son of God. No other name in all the earth. No other name in all the earth. No other name in all the earth. Jesus, the Son of God. No other name in all the earth. No other name in all the earth. No other name in all the earth. Jesus, the Son of God. He said, There is no other name under heaven by which men will be saved. There are no many ways to God. Eternal life is not like television. All stations don't lead to entertainment. There is only one way to the Father. It is only Jesus that made an outrageous claim that no man comes to the Father except through me. There are no many ways to God. It's through Jesus. If only he died and rose again, never to die again, only he has the authority to tell us about life after death. No other name in all the earth. 
Jesus is the Son of God. So Jude tells us content. 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 Child of God, we will not look at error and watch error run wild in our day. Are you with me? We will not look at error and let error run wild in our day. There are many times I, I, I listen to some things in passing and I, my heart almost breaks. I'm like, what Bible interpretation is this? Paul did not teach this, sir. Peter did not teach this. Jesus did not teach this. This was not typified. From whence cometh this mystery you speak of? Second Corinthians, we did the Thursday Bible study. Like we did in, but if you've not been joining Thursday Bible study, you are almost in hell. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Please. I'm joking, though. But tune in every Thursday, 9 p.m. Mixler. Paul said, he said, I have espoused you to one husband, Christ. He said, but I'm jealous over you with a godly jealousy. Lest you be beguiled as Eve was by the simplicity that is in the gospel. A lot of people have run away. You know, I listen to some, what some people say and I'm like, thank God for the truth of his word. The truth of God's word or the best of God's word is found at face value. Guys, are you with me? The best of the word is found at what? Face value. So I look at the word and I'm like, what are you saying? I know it is by faith, but you have to do good. Who said do bad? But salvation is only by grace, through faith, in Christ alone. A lot of people like, they like, give me, touch the keyboard for me. They like, you see, you see, um, God. You see, the spirit realm is a vast place. You have to enter in and then there are 19 cadres of power. When you enter the realm of God, when you go to the left, you ask the strong man, where is the key to the third heavens? They think messages make sense when they don't understand what the person is saying. That's when it's deep. But whereas God's word, listen, a God who does not want to be known, a God who wants to be shrouded in mystery, and inspired over 66 books about himself is doing a bad job. Did you get me well? A God who wants to remain in mystery, in light, unapproachable, and he inspired 66 books by which he can be known by, did a terrible job at hiding himself. Does, it, does God mean anything to you? Does the ministry of reconciliation mean anything to you? This message. How many of us have read Fox's book of martyrs? Okay. How many of us have read God's generals, the martyrs? You've read any book about the persecution of the church? Men died for this truth. So, but batting was passed from generation to generation to generation. In our own day, we now forehand. No, now. Let all the other names fade away. Every tree. Every tree. That my heavenly father did not plant. 
shall be rooted out. You're supposed to give to the to your local assembly, but if you don't tithe, you go to hell. Every tree, every tree that my father did not plant shall be rooted out. I understand you are born again, but for the things of the spirit is for some people. Every tree that my father did not plant shall be rooted out. You can be born again and still go to hell. Every tree that my father did not plant shall be rooted out. You see, I want to show you a mystery that even Paul did not know. Every Iroko that my father did not plant shall be rooted out. You see, what I'm about to teach you now is, is a depth. And then you do leg over from Ecclesiastes to Romans to Jude. You now go back to Nahum. Every tree. Every tree that my father did not plant shall be rooted out. The word is enough. The word is enough. The word is enough. The word is enough. There's a God, there are some things God does not just give like that. You have to sow some seeds every tree. God is the one, you know, I was taught that God is the one giving me this sickness so he can train me in, in patience. Every tree. Do you know what the word says? He said content. I put it on Twitter. I said I'm the kind of minister that if you insult me, I will say another one. Because the truth will only fly on the wings of coconut head. Because when you insult me, it's a booster. It means what I'm doing is failing you. <laughs> Are you aware? That is how error spread. Error spread on the minds of people that were offensive with it. Truth is going to spread when we are offensive with it. You know, I'm reading a book now. When last did you read a Christian book? I'm reading a book. I don't honestly let me digress a little bit. I don't understand a lazy Christian. It's a paradox for you to be a Christian. Who do you look like? As a matter of fact, temperance, self control is a fruit of your spirit. So you know how to stop what you are doing and do what you are supposed to be doing. So if you are not temperate, who do you look like? Shade for another day. Um what was I saying if I digressed? Sorry? I was reading a book and I was reading about the error of Mormonism. You read about the error of the watchtower, Jehovah's Witnesses. You read about the error in many pseudo-Christian sects and how they spread. Many of us that tuned into that Bible study we did two weeks ago, I gave us statistics. In 1830-something, Mormons were six. By 1970, what? They were 5 million. Then by 1994, they were 8 million. Because in the, mom, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, by the time you are 19 to 21, thereabouts, you go out on a compulsory two years mission trip.
But we are the ones that will sit down and say, God is good. He meets all my needs. According, that's the only verse you know. My needs. According to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. That's the only verse you have prayed into your spirit. No other verse. Let us, listen, I say this with all due respect. Please let us not be like our parents. I know I've been shading parents. Thank God I didn't say your parents. I say our. Amen. So you can't be angry. Because not only your parents are there. Many parents, what they say is this. You know, I saw a tweet and I started thinking about it. You dedicate a child. You do child dedication. When the child now says, I want to serve God in ministry, you say you want to waste your life. Why did you dedicate? Not just even ministry now. When your child is going for Christian meetings, going to church, you say your own is church, 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 church. My mates are drinking, smoking. I'm praying. They are getting high. I'm on the most high. <laughs> but you don't like it. You see all these church things you are doing. <sighs> Can I tell you something? If there's anything I found out, drugs, weed, sex, there is no appetite that can fill that void. If it was enough, once would have been okay forever. But it is only Jesus that feels one forever. That's why he is able to save to the uttermost once. Initial salvation is the only salvation you need. But like I said, content. Let me just digress a little bit. You know, Jefferson Bethke, he said, Idols over promise but under deliver. You know, we are young people, we have hormones. If you don't have, sorry for you, I have. Because as I say hormones, some people are like blood of cheese. Okay. I have hormones. He said, <laughs> You know, you have you ever been in a point? You know, there's a Greek word, it's called congee. Have you ever been there when you feel like if you don't manifest now, you will die? You are honest. But maybe, maybe you give in to it or you get over it. After everything, you now be like, so to what end? Did I die? I have witnesses in the heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. Idols over promise. But on that deliver. This week, God has been bringing people, people that have had mad um, experiences. They've dived into the deep crevices of the flesh. And when we've had conversations, <laughs> what just happens at the back of my mind is, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Anybody who has struggled with pornography and masturbation knows it's not worth it. Thank you, waste of data. <laughs> it's not worth it. We stay with the truth. As the word says it, that is how we carry it. If God says he heals the sick and we never see him do it again, we believe it because the word says it. It does not matter who said what. We don't lift men above that which is written. Does the word say it? 
the word is always correct, men can be wrong. Your father can be wrong. <laughs> Elvis knows what I'm talking about. Men can always be wrong, but the word is always correct. Because we live in a world where everything is suggesting to us. TV. Have you, have you spoken to somebody before? And then you enter a relationship and you're like, oh, we don't have sex. The person is like, ah, ah. What do you mean? Why? What do you mean why? We don't. The person is like, ah, no, 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 no. Because it's seemingly impossible in the age we live in. When, when they use breast to advertise toothpaste, So, if you tell people that, oh no, I live this kind of way, they say, ah, what do you mean? I, I, I remember somebody was doing NYSC. They, they, <laughs> he went somewhere to say, married men were telling him, you should be changing your oil once in a while. We too, we do it. Men that have ring, that have vowed, they say, in sickness and in health, is you, are we down your matter? Shame! Shame. Anyway, that's why you should marry somebody who loves God. Because I don't understand. He's not born again, but he loves the Lord. Okay. No problem. And that's the same thing about following God. I've been in... See, uh, powerful. Especially when it comes to relationships, you might like one brother. But if God... And there may be nothing wrong with him. But if God says don't do, I beg you by the mercies of God don't do. I've had people, I've, I think I've shared this before, but I like to share, there's this babe I, I had, one, I, I didn't have, I met. We were quartered to relate. Relationship or not. Because <laughs> somebody's mind. And I heard God loud on my inside and say no. I said, oh God, this girl, she looks like she was made in the twilight. She thought she knows who I'm talking about. She looks like she was made properly. My God. Well sculpted. You know when, if you don't believe we were made from clay, when you see her, you will know sculpted. Glory to God. But the Lord said, don't do. With pain in my heart. I said, okay. I did not do. I didn't understand till later. I looked at it, I said, God. If I had gone to the, see my call, the oil of my life, they would have drank it. And it's not because... See, listen, let me tell you something. Some, somebody may be good, but the person may not just be good for you. Trust God. Trust God. This is my relationship. It's still amazing me I have not entered utterance gifts. <laughs> but God wants to do this. We will stay with the truth of God's word. We live in an age where ideologies... Funny enough... Let's read this. 2 Corinthians 10, 3. It said, For we walk in the flesh. For we walk in the flesh. We do not war after the flesh. When a lot of people read this, immediately their mind goes to spiritual warfare. Binding and losing. But read on. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. To so the pulling down of what? Strongholds. The word strongholds. I'm not with my let me let maybe I should open my Bible here. Okay. Give me a bit. Some Corinthians ten four. Um all right. 
Okay, let me just go on. It says, pulling down strongholds, casting down imaginations. Look at this. The word strongholds, the punctuation after it is what? Is a what? Come on, talk to me. Is a what? So what that means is the verses after explaining what he said earlier, right? So, verse 5 is explaining what strongholds mean. Stronghold is not a satanic bonded weight first. Read the explanation. Casting down every imagination. So when he says pulling down strongholds, to give more context, casting down imaginations is what he's talking about. Guys, the movement is distracting me. Please stop moving around. Casting down imagination. The word imagination is logismos. The root word is from logos, which means thoughts. Thoughts. Reasoning. Basically, a thought pattern. Right? So, casting down imagination. And every high thing that exalts itself, not against the power of God, but against the what? Knowledge of God. So, here, he's not talking of witchcraft after power, jam power. He, the spiritual warfare here is one of doctrine. One of knowledge. Are you guys with me? Casting down, because, can I be very honest with you, dealing with spiritual forces, I doubt it can be called warfare. In a strict, because we have the victory. Do you understand? We are not fighting. Okay. Even when we deal with the forces of darkness, we deal with them from a standpoint of victory. Am I saying high things? Okay. Now, he said, against the knowledge of God, I'm bringing into captivity every thought to the what? Obedience of Christ. To the obedience of Christ. He says, and having your readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled, you need to know to address error. Are you with me? You need to know to address error. Every other name fade away. You need to know to address error. We must be offensive with the truth. We bring down high things. Bring down imaginations. God is good and sometimes he does good. Sometimes he brings down, he does evil. Casting down. Because James tells us that he is good alone. He does no evil. He said, in him is light and there is no darkness at all. He said, you have to sow a seed. For, you have to move the hand of God with a dangerous offering for him to do something. Casting down. Why? Because the Bible says, if he gave us Jesus freely, how much will he with him give us all other things? Listen, if Jesus is the best God could offer, eh? Why do you now think for him to give you ephemeral things? You have to give something for it. Can I explain? If I could give you my house for free, you now you are not asking me for a pen. I say you should pay for it. Doesn't make sense. We must be offensive with the truth of God's word. Listen, that's why I joined Twitter. I'm very serious. I've been on Twitter since secondary school. But my account was dormant for a long time. 
But when I was hearing all the banter, I thought it was not. Who summed up my tweet? I thought being on Twitter was well, how many souls have you won? But then I realized that that your answer will strengthen somebody. So for that purpose, I joined Twitter. Because we must be mission minded. Every avenue that can communicate God's word to people, we will use it to carry the truth. Social media, mass media, whatever, we will use it, electronic media, we will use it to carry the truth to people. Every platform, TikTok, I may not be on everything, but the ones I am, TikTok, Instagram, every, you will communicate it. Because error was spread because people were mission-minded. Are you guys with me? Are you guys tired? Even if you are tired, we will finish this message. <laughs> Amen. Error was spread because people were mission-minded. Because people were mission-minded. The truth will spread by missions. In your sphere of influence, you will carry God's counsel. At the office, you, can, you should be very professional. But with every opportunity you get, maybe um, um, somebody wants to take you out. Or so you say, no problem, let's go. And as you guys go out, you say, what is your stance on faith? And you begin to talk. And you tell the person about Jesus. The person, you see, in evangelism, there are only three outcomes. The person agrees. And then a soul is saved. The person, and, but you have a reward for that. The person does not agree a seed is sown. You have a reward for that. The person, does, the person just listens to you and maybe does, does not really do anything. A reward is still there. The person chases you away. Jesus said, blessed are you when men persecute you. A reward is still there. So in evangelism is always a win-win. There's no opportunity for a loss. You always win. Hallelujah. And that is why supernatural class is also here. Because of what the Lord has said we should do. We are contributing our own quota. Especially on the... Because in the body of Christ there is a large ignorance on the things of the Spirit. You might think, you know, you attend a good church and then some, you are praying and somebody just hugs you and says, the Lord said I should tell you. There are some places if you go to somebody and say, the Lord said I should tell you, they will first look at you like, who is this one? Because... Thus saith the Lord only comes from two people in the church. The pastor and one mama that sits at the back. Amen. So spiritual things are rare. Listen. Can I tell you something? The truth of God's word is not in realms and dimensions. It's on the pages of the Bible. Hey, quote quote. It's on the pages of the Bible. Some people are looking for death that is not missing. I used to be in error. If you heard me preach some five years ago, I thought rubbish. And I was killed though. Hey, when you teach rubbish and you sprinkle it with power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going to fly from here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, you know what we're going to do? Stand on your feet. Twist to the left. Twist to the right. Bend forward. Exercise yourself. Stretch a little bit. Hallelujah.
since I was an undergraduate I had been given I, had, I still have a business had the business and from it I was given we are not too young not, to, not just to our parents because that's what biblical honor is but to ministers of the gospel and ministries it could be 1000 you have have a culture of giving can I tell you pseudo Christian sects they, they give like crazy why do you think um, Jehovah's Witnesses do what they do the way they do it? 
Serena Williams is Jehovah's Witness. Are you aware? And did they give like that's why book of Bible stories was in almost every house for free. Yes, do you see the quality of that material? Some of you, if you still bring it out now, that red this thing is still glow, it's still glossy. See the quality of that book. Where we can give and ministries, can I tell you something? We may think, oh, we are not must they use money? No problem. No problem. <laughs> but can I let me just tell you something? God cannot be stranded. His message will not be stranded. His message will not. The Bible says, and I believe God very carefully. That's why when I encourage people to partner with NIM, I say, I'm not begging you for your money. You. Partner with NIM, partner with your local church, partner with other ministries. It may not be 10,000, it might be 1K. Not just even the ministries, ministers. It might not be too much, it might be 200 airtime. Partner. Partner. When I tell people, partner, and you know, I tell people, I'm not begging you for your money. The Bible says he, he can bring a ravenous bed from the east to execute his counsel. He will bring men from a far country. Partner. Praise the Lord. Have your seats. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Thank you so much. I trust you were blessed by the teaching of God's word. For more ministry content, visit niministries.org. God bless you.